the beginning of Christianity, we have had debates about who is included in the church and who is to be excluded from the church. For example, some of the early heresies of Gnosticism and Donatism dealt with this. The debate continues today, although our Mass today brings together uh, two of the voices of the very Catholic opinion of what the answer is to this. The first is our Gospel passage today, where we have Simon the Pharisee and uh, the woman who's referred to as the sinful woman in the Gospel of Luke. And uh, who is the more faithful disciple? The other thing, just by coincidence, today is the feast day of St. Robert Bellarmine, who is one of the most, uh, he's the doctor of the church who has spoken the most on the spirituality of church or ecclesiology. Mercy is not merited. Mercy is not deserved by us. Mercy is not to be expected by us but we receive it from God anyway. Let's celebrate receiving it. According to the Dominican sister, Barbara Reed, who is currently a professor of scripture at the Catholic Theological Union in Chicago, our translation is not exactly accurate. This woman is called the sinful woman, probably more accurate would be to describe her as the woman who had been a sinner, would be a more accurate translation. It is interesting over the centuries how much time people have spent speculating on what this woman's sins were. This is the seventh chapter of Luke. In the fifth chapter, Peter says to Jesus, depart from me for I am a sinful man. But not many people spend time thinking about what were his sins that he said that. Simon the Pharisee was obsessed with how improper he thought it was for Jesus to interact with this woman. So obsessed that he fails to see how badly he himself is treating Jesus. The Pharisee thinks that he is the one who is in God's grace, while it is the woman who undoubtedly is the better disciple. Our saint today, Robert Bellarmine, has the distinction of being basically the smartest, most influential person around in the Catholic Church when it came time for the Counter-Reformation. That as Christians in Europe, after the aftermath of Martin Luther, began killing themselves in interfighting by the thousands, he was one of the main people who had to figure out what the church was to do. He came to be in this prominent position just when people were asking all kinds of questions about theology that had really not been asked before. Bellarmine was the one who had to come up with an answer. Was John Calvin right that only certain people were predestined by God for heaven and that the rest of the people who said they were Christians were actually not Christians, that they were just acting? No, said Robert Bellarmine. Even grave sinners who participate in the life of the church are members of the mystical body of Christ. 
And this isn't just Robert Bellarmine who said this. Pius XII in the 20th century affirmed this teaching of Robert Bellarmine that has been so influential in the last 500 years. Membership in the mystical body of Christ is for all the baptized who profess the faith externally, even if they don't have their act together on the inside. In this time, in the early 21st century, when there are people who advocate that we should work to have a smaller, purer church that demands higher standards of membership, let us avoid the temptation to judge. As our own Bishop Sticka says whenever he celebrates a confirmation, and some of us have heard him do it a few times, if even if the church were absolutely perfect, it wouldn't be perfect once any of us joined it. Because we are not perfect. Thank God for that. Amen.